Welcome to Grab Life Big. Grab Life Big. The exclusive podcast for healthy, wealthy, generous men who choose to lead epic life. Or as a few of us say, badass rich guys who do epic shit. And now, your host, Pat Hybin. If this is empty, this doesn't matter. Pat, you were home. I'm always home. I'm on tour. Me too. You're doing great, dude. Telling true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're on tour. This is my advice to you. And I know you think these guys are your friends. If you want to be a true friend to them, be honest and unmerciful. Wrong Tribe Confounds, The Right Tribe Compounds. Get your free copy of the runaway bestseller Tribe of Millionaires at $20 value at tribeofmillionaires.com free. Just pay the shipping. That's tribeofmillionaires.com. Alrighty, go bros. I got Mr. Jordan Moorhead on the line. And Jordan is uh, out of Texas. And we got to know each other hiking up... Uh, Hiking up a 14er in Colorado, so it's good to have him back uh, on the show. Jordan, what's going on? Not too much, just enjoying our great weather here in Austin. Yeah, what's it, uh, what's it like there? 70s most days right now. It's going to get to 60s here in the next week or so, but nothing too cold. Yeah, well, that's uh, you guys are lucky. I guess what you... Uh, you uh, have so much heat, you know, there during the summer that it's uh, it kind of it balances out and makes it real nice to, uh, this time of year for sure. Absolutely. I traded the Minnesota cold for the Austin heat, and I'll take that any day. Yeah, I remember that story. That's going to come out in your, in your story now. So let's do your story now. Give us a five-minute or three-minute story about your life uh, so far from the day you are born till now. So I was born in Indianapolis and I was born about three months early. I was only three pounds, six ounces when I was born. So I was real small. Uh, we moved to Louisville when I was one and I spent the next 20 years in Louisville, Kentucky. Went to high school there, went to part of college there and then transferred up to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Spent another 10 years there and that's where I really learned all the, the business lessons and learned more about myself. You know, in Louisville, I was, I grew up a comfortable life. I was in a nice neighborhood where we were really insulated from everything else. So it was a city inside of Louisville called Anchorage. We had our own police force, our own fire department. Everybody walked everywhere. You didn't have to worry about anything. So I learned a lot more about life when I got up to Minneapolis and also learned about business and how to take care of myself when I got up to Minneapolis. So really enjoyed my time in Minneapolis, but over the almost 10 years I lived there, I got really tired of being very cold all winter. So it gets down to about negative 40, negative 50, very briefly in the winter, but I'd say the average temperature is below freezing. That just really wasn't 
for me long term. So I moved down to Austin, Texas in 2020. I originally lived in Austin, Texas in 2016 and then tried to move back in 2018. A day after I moved into my house in 2018, I got in a really bad motorcycle wreck and spent a couple months here recovering, then went back to Minneapolis and recovered with my girlfriend for a while. So I was riding up Bee Cave, which is a Bee Caves, which is a street in West Austin, and a lady pulled right out in front of me, and I went right into the side of her. So, not a good situation. Um, really, was no fault of my own. I was going the speed limit, wasn't doing anything wrong. Luckily, was wearing a helmet, wearing a jacket, and jeans, all the gear you're supposed to wear, and that saved my life. I couldn't walk for about a month and a half, but I'm in perfect condition now. Because you couldn't gear. walk, you couldn't, could, and, and were like, were you in the hospital for a while? I broke my femur on the right side, my kneecap on the right side, the scapula on the left, both ulna and radius on both arms, and then also my humerus on my left side. Jason, did is, you hit? Did you hit? Like, like she, she? Did you run into the back of her car? I ran into the front, so she was pulling right out in front of me, and I hit the front of her car. And then you went flying over top the car. Well, I, I did a, an arc up in the air and head-butted the top of her car, so I did a Jesus Christ. Tire. So you, you went all the way up, and then you went down like, like a stick dive that we used to do, you know, where you, you kind of dive in the pool head first. You did it. Your head hit the top of her car. Mm-hmm. It actually broke the helmet, broke the chin of the helmet. I guess you're lucky you didn't break your neck. I actually did. I missed that one. I broke the C1, which is the top vertebrae of your neck. Only the There's two bony processes on the side. So if you see the, the discs, there's the disc, and then they have the little thing that looked like dinosaur bones sticking off. Those were both fractured. So it wasn't... Did she... Did she um... What happened? Like, did you pass out? Did she get out of the car? And Oh, I don't remember anything. Apparently, she did not get out of the car. But uh, we were told by witnesses that she just stayed in the car. And they have all the phone records. She just made a phone call to her brother after the fact. Why would she call her brother? You know, we'll never know. But So what happened? But- did she get, she get written up a whole bunch of tickets, like failure to yield and all that stuff? There was two others, failure to yield and something else. I was airlifted to Del Seton, which is a hospital here in Austin, and they did a great job and put me all back together. Wow. Okay. So then you went. (laughs) All right. So now you're in Austin. What are you doing now? Uh, I'm a residential real estate agent. I mostly work with people that are looking to either invest or house hack, with the majority of those being house hackers. So people that are buying houses to live in part of it and rent out the other pieces. That's and you were, I, you were a realtor in, back in your hometown, right? And you decided to, you decided to just bail and start fresh as a, as a realtor in Austin, right? Yeah. So currently I still have a real estate team in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We're going to run that until the end of the year and dissolve it because it's really just not the highest and best use of my time. Yeah. And I'll continue to build one down here. But I get it. Right now it's just me. So, so that's fascinating. All right. So, uh, well, let's get to some of your one sheet stuff here, okay. uh, Jordan, and the, and the rest of this, some of these questions will come. So what percentager are you? 
percentager right now I'm about a 50 percenter that has a lot to do with me having a really tight budget so I, I make about three thousand dollars of passive income a month I have a budget of five thousand dollars a month which is keeps me on track allows me to invest a lot of the extra money I make okay all right cool all right so three thousand dollars a month and uh where's that come from uh Mostly apartments that I own in Louisville, some from the duplexes and things that I own in Austin, Texas. So I actually am down to one duplex in Austin, Texas, the one we live in, and that provides some income. But most of it is the apartments that I own in Louisville. I own 18 units in Louisville, and we're buying another seven-unit single-family home portfolio in Louisville that will provide. Why do you like Louisville, Kentucky? I just know it so well. You know, I grew up there for 20 years. I have a lot of connections there. Are the returns better there? Yeah, they're pretty good. Oh. The, you know, what are they? So I'm making, I'm say around 10% on these apartments, 10 or 11% on these apartments. Cash on cash, 10%? Yeah, cash on cash. As we talked in Colorado, these are actually all in my name. So they're not, they are recourse. They're fully recourse debt. Everything I own is in my name right now. And I don't really have any way to get it out of my name. Yeah. So, so what's your what's your debt ratio? Like, what would you say your debt ratio to net worth is? Seventy, seventy percent. So yeah. So you're leveraged out seventy percent. We recommend under fifty on that. So you're very high there. Um, a little high, yeah. Yeah, a little high there. So, all right. So, what about your horizontal to net worth ratio? What is that? Horizontal to net worth. I'm pretty liquid right now. It's only about 1%. That number's wrong. It's about 2%. So I have a lot in liquid assets and a lot in just stocks. Yeah, I mean, gen bonds. generally, you know, that gen generally they're they're lower than everybody thinks. So, you know, that's, yeah. you're probably thinking, right? What about your credit score? What's your credit score now? It's a 770 right now. Okay. And what about your life happiness index? What's that number? Life happiness index, it says 6.88. 6.88. What's the lowest What's the lowest thing on that? Hobbies. Mm, so tell hobbies me about that. Why is it, you just don't have any hobbies, huh? You know, I try to put a lot of time into my relationship and my business, and it doesn't leave a lot of other time to go out and pursue hobbies. I'm actually taking golf lessons right now to try to pick up more hobbies. I have a golf lesson today, I'm just working to find other hobbies that I can do. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's a million hobbies out there, especially in Austin, Texas, dude. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, you should try disc golf. Yeah. I've played a couple times. I haven't played in a long time, but absolutely be open to try it. Tim turned me on to that. Actually, I was turned on a long time ago, but I never really pursued it until I was I started to push myself towards hobbies and and because uh, I was low like you too and I pushed myself towards that and pickleball I just pushed myself you know and now you know I'll go out there and if I have an afternoon and it's 2 30 and I don't got nothing else going on I'll just go out and 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 play disc golf by myself you know put on nice. a podcast on my headset and just push myself out there so you know that's uh that's what I did, at least. So what, what's the highest thing on your life happiness index? Highest is it's actually goals. So Highest is goals? 
goals, future planning and goals. You know, so I, I'm a real big future. So I like to plan for the future and I'm okay taking it slow to get there, but I always have a plan of where I'm going. And what's your, uh, well, so what would you say your superpower is? Superpower, optimism. You know, I've always been optimistic. I've never had anything really get me down. I don't go through the day ever mad or sad about anything. You know, problems come up and I figure out how I'm going to deal with them. So I like to keep a good mind about things. Mm. What about, what would you say your kryptonite is? Kryptonite, organization. Being organized with anything that I do is definitely my kryptonite, and that gets me into trouble. I have people that handle a lot of that for me, and it makes it not that big of an issue. But for me personally, just some sort of organization ends up being issues. If it's not on the calendar, I forget it. You know, even social activities or, or things with my girlfriend, I have to put them on the calendar or I forget about them and it doesn't work out well. Mm. So you're completely, would you say, unorganized, Jordan? Absolutely. Not as organized as I should be for the things that I do. So I try to find other people that are. Yeah. Well, that's all you can do. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you know, I, I imagine, are you, you, you know, your personality style is such that you could probably get a lot done and you have a lot of great ideas that uh, most uh, standard real estate agents don't, but at the same time, you just can't uh, integrate all those ideas uh, for a long period of time. Yes, absolutely. And then things pop up that draw my attention away. that makes it even harder too. The wrong tribe confounds the right tribe compounds. Get your free copy of the runaway bestseller Tribe of Millionaires at $20 value at tribeofmillionaires.com free. Just pay the shipping. That's tribeofmillionaires.com. So, what, uh, tell me, are you in a GoPod? I am, yes. And um, tell me about it. How's it going? It's going pretty well. We're, we're figuring up how to how to make it work well we've only been going for a few months uh we hold each other accountable but i believe we were meeting too often for too long and that was making it hard for everybody to jump on every time and really be engaged for a full hour we were meeting every week for an hour and we were consistently missing guys not multiple times in a row but you know let's say once a month people would not be able to jump on and you know, we would get on there and not be focused when we got on. So we're working on making it better. That's good. How did you like the uh, Colorado trip this summer? Loved it. It was a great time. I'm really excited to go skiing. I really hope that we can go skiing here in Tahoe and we don't get drawn off somewhere else because they won't allow it. But I love to ski. So that's going to be an amazing experience if we can get there. I mean, we keep talking to them and they keep, you know, saying we should be okay. You know, I'm a little worried about the lift tickets, but we're going to make sure that, uh, you, you know, to let them know that we don't plan on coming unless, you know, we can ski. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, that, that's, that's got to be part of the deal. So we're working. We were actually talking about that this morning. Let's talk. Uh, let's shift gears a little bit here, Jordan. Let's talk about your health. How much do you weigh? So right now, and I know this because I'm tracking every morning, I'm at 195, 
Mm -hmm. I was 209 about two months ago. So I've been Wow, how, wait a minute. How'd you, how'd you lose 15 pounds in 60 days? You know, I tried every diet under the sun. And what I originally or initially tried was the keto diet and all these different eat certain things diet. What I found that works for me is just tracking the food that goes in. So I track everything I eat. I hit a certain calorie goal each day. I hit a certain protein goal each day. And that works really well for me. It allows me some flexibility and it allows me that guidance to stay on track. Do you use an app? Yeah, I use an app called My Macros Plus. My Macros Plus. What is that? Yeah. It's just a food tracking app. It's a very simple app. It just says, here's your protein, carbs, and fat. Here's the total calorie you need to hit. Here's where you are at each time when you enter your foods. Crazy. What about your exercise routine? Tell me about that. So I, I love going to the gym. I always have. I initially got into the fitness business when I got out of college. So well, dropped out of college. And I've always enjoyed going to the gym. I go to the gym four to five days a week. We hike on the weekends. We'll run a couple days a week. So that's a pretty good one for me. I love, yeah. love being active. Well, there's a, there's a, there's another hobby too. I would say hiking, right? I would say that's a, that, that could be considered a hobby, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess really anything could, I mean, going to the gym could be, I think that's a hobby of mine, right? Working out is, I consider, I consider working out a hobby. I really do. Cause I think that people think that, that like to work out like you and me, that's their main hobby. I would say that's my main hobby. Mm -hmm. And I think you need to find something that you enjoy doing. So everybody tries to make running fit or tries to make going to the gym fit or tries yeah. to make any sort of exercise fit. And that doesn't work. For me, it's always been, I love lifting weights and I love hiking. So mm. it's easy to do those things. I don't yeah, same, same, as, same as for me too. And I'm kind of ADD. So I'll, I, I do high intensity interval training with a trainer where they purposely change it every time, mm -hmm. right? Different exercises. And then in between, I'll either hike, I'll run, yoga, whatever. But whatever it is, it's something that I want to do. I never feel like I'm, I'm, I'm forced to do something I don't want to do. Absolutely. And I like to track mine too. So I write workouts for myself. I mm. change them about every four weeks and I track my progress there. So I enjoy setting goals and I enjoy seeing my progress and that helps a lot. Let's talk about some of these goals. So what, what are your two biggest business goals in the next 12 months? So I got into my first partnership a few weeks ago for real estate investing. We want to own 50 houses by the end of 2022. Uh, that wouldn't be 12 months. I'd say by the end of 2021, we'd like to be at 25 houses or units. So how, how, are, you get, how are you guys going to set up? How do you set up a partnership uh, buying single family homes and also getting the mortgages on said homes? All commercial mortgages. We have an operating agreement that a lawyer drew up for us recently. And we're buying a package of seven right now. So we're making that one pretty easy. It's just a commercial mortgage through a local bank. What, what, what are your terms on that? 3% interest, 10-year term, 20-year amortization. And that's a fixed rate? For 10 years. Wow, that's pretty good. I, I'm shocked you got it fixed for 10 years. Yeah, they, 
they're a very creative local bank in Louisville, Kentucky, and they wouldn't do any longer than 20 year amortization, but they'd do the 10 year fix, which was pretty good for us. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. The, the amortization because you're, you know, I mean, you're just paying down principal or whatever. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're still building equity, but, but on most commercial loans, it's harder to get past five years when, especially you're buying against seven single family homes. Trust me, I've tried and I've not talked to a lot of people yeah. that have tried. It's just too bad. You can't top in the, you know, Fannie Freddie, long-term mortgages and i know a lot of people are struggling with this now you know that are real estate professionals uh uh, via the tax code struggling with those you know getting those long terms but you know just be careful that uh you don't have all these loans expire all at the same time right yeah the rates are eight percent it's gonna screw up your whole plan but 10 years is a long time yeah we were comfortable with the 10-year term you know in 10 years like you said, they're going to be paid down fairly well, but not to the point where we could probably just go pay them off. No problem. Um, that's probably why the bank didn't extend your AM too, because they figured, damn, in 10 years, they're going to be, you know, they're going to have a lot of equity, even if the prices go down. Mm-hmm. And, well, we're buying these significantly below markets. So we're buying them for 72.5 a piece. The market value is around 90 a piece. So the prices have some room to go down quite a bit. How much do you have put aside for repairs? Well, they're in fairly good shape. We've got about 40000 set aside as reserves for repairs or any sort of maintenance we may need. But they're all rented out and in good shape right now. They're so. all renting them. Hmm. Okay. What about uh, family goals? What's your biggest family goal for the next 12 months? Biggest family goal, you know, it was to take my my father out of the country you know he just he won't travel unless you buy him a ticket somewhere but we're going to sedona here in a couple weeks actually for his birthday how do you feel about that going to sedona yeah how do you feel about traveling with covid in three weeks i'm not personally concerned i'm young and healthy i'm 32 uh he's 67 so a little more concerned for him but you know, I know he'll stay safe and do what he needs to do. I've been flying actually quite a bit. Have you? Yeah. I've flown a bunch too. I just, um, I was planning on doing one, a flight in about three weeks myself, December 16th. And I'm right now today trying to decide whether to do that or not. And um, it's, uh, it's just an odd time. You know what I mean? I mean, you got... I don't know. I think it's starting to be a little bit different than what it was before. So I don't know. It's uh, who knows, but uh, well, that'll, that'll be a good trip. I've been to Sedona. I, um, I loved it. That was a, that was a beautiful, beautiful place. All right. So let's talk about your greatest hits. What, what would you say three of your life's greatest hits in the last 32 years? If you had a greatest hit album, Jordan, what would, what would be on, what would the three songs be on there? Well, I'd say my greatest hit most recently was surviving this motorcycle wreck in 2018 and really being back in working condition now. Uh, my dropping out of college to start this fitness business was the best thing I ever could have done. And that's absolutely up there. And then taking the leap to get into real estate while I was running a successful fitness business was another greatest tip for me. Yeah. So. 
Okay. All, all pretty major things recently. What about your What about your future greatest hits? What do you want? What's three things you want to do in the future that you want to say? You know what? Those are Those are part of my greatest hits album. I'd like to spend quite a bit of time outside of the country. So you know, a couple mm-hmm. months at a time, various different places. You know, I think by going other con- to other countries and it, experiencing their culture really immersing yourself in it, you can learn so much about the rest of the world. You know, Texas or Kentucky or Minnesota are are a very small slice of the world, even a small slice of the country. And by getting out of the country and spending time around other cultures, you learn so much. So that would be one for me. We do want to start a family and get married here in next three to five years. So we, we did a couple's goal setting retreat recently. Oh, yeah. That was big. You you want to get married? You want to get married within three to five years? I mean, or do you want to get married and have a kid within three to five years? The get married is in three years. That have kids is within five years. Wow! And how long you been dating? Two and a half years. And so walk me through. Like this is interesting. So like, a, it, it's almost like a step towards engagement, right? If you set a goal to get married in three years, mm-hmm. some people listening might say, "Well, why don't you just get married then?" Yeah, Um, we talked about it a lot together. You know, this wasn't just a a goal for me. It was a goal between the two of us. And it was, you know, we're taking these steps to get to this point. And I think that's just where we landed. Yeah, that's cool. As long as, how how old is she? 27. I'm 32. All right. So she doesn't have that biological clock ticking away, not necessarily at 27. Um, no, and we're not set on just having kids. You know, we would be open to adopting too. I have mm-hmm. my partner in Louisville who's adopted two kids and loves it. And that's a something we're very interested in. Awesome. All right, Jordan. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this up by spinning the app. All right. You ready to spin the app, buddy? Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right. What are your beliefs about spirituality and God. Absolutely believe that there's a higher power. I don't believe I am just here on accident. I think somebody, something wants me to be here and, and created me. What that is, I'm really just not sure. I took a time during my life and explored a lot of different versions of Christianity and versions of religion. And, you know, I've read different texts. I just don't know what it is. I know there's something out there and it's it's smarter than me and greater than me. That's awesome. A curious question. Did that change after you survived your, uh, you know, near death experience? No, uh, I had already felt that way. Hmm. So nothing changed with that. Like I know Tim road, like after he had his heart attack or, or whatever, had bypass surgery, he came out of there and he's like, like he used to be an atheist and he was like, you know, not, an, let's just say not an atheist anymore. So, you're like, hey, that, that didn't really change you much. No, I would say it got stronger and, you know, just grateful every day that that I woke up and I have a place to be and I have food to eat. But I, I've already kind of had that mindset for quite a while. So nothing changed too much. Good stuff. All right, Jordan. Well, it's been a pleasure, buddy. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll get together and connect in in California in the very near future and enjoy your time in Sedona, Arizona with your dad. I think a father, a father son trip 
is always a recommended. I just uh, took my dad to the Super Bowl, so that was a huge bucket list item for me and him. So I commend you on your, uh, you know, improving your your parental relationships. Awesome. Thanks, Pat. And I hope to see you too. I hope we're skiing when we do. In life, to be honest, I failed as much as I've succeeded. But I love my wife. I love my life. And I wish you my kind of success. Don't step to me, bitch. Now you can see.